Welcome to Church Talk Podcast. Today, Pastor Preji converses with Pastor Jamie on the structuring of various teams in the church, the importance of trust in delegating responsibilities and how to strike a balance between talent and heart. Tune in to gain understanding on how to conduct kingdom-oriented work within church teams excellently. Share this podcast with others to bless them in their ministry as well. Greetings in Jesus' precious name. Welcome to Church Talk Podcast. I am so happy you are tuned in this morning. This morning we have a special guest all the way from Trichy. Although she is not in Trichy right now, she is with us in our office and we are doing this podcast face to face. And uh, uh, the funny thing is that just a couple of podcasts back, I got to interview Pastor Sam from Trichy, uh, who is the pastor of King City Church there. And today we have his wife, uh, Pastor Jemmy, uh, on this podcast, and we are very privileged and blessed to have her with us. Uh, Pastor Jemmy, would you just say hello to our listeners? And we're glad to have you here and just uh, say hello and greetings from your family. Sure. Hello, everyone, to everyone who's listening. Good morning. I'm so pumped up to be here. And thanks to Pastor Priji for giving this opportunity. I'm really looking forward for what is to come and uh, to share my heart out. And I hope this is going to bring a lot of thoughts into your hearts. Amen. Amen. I am uh, so blessed and encouraged by the way that the both of you have been leading and serving in the church there. And uh, I have personally seen how the Lord has used the both of you to show forth excellence in different areas and especially in the area of uh, being world-class leaders. You know, even though you're placed in Trichy, I have seen how the Lord has used you both as world-class leaders. And, uh, you know, while I was interviewing Pastor Sam, he mentioned Mm -hmm. how the Lord also put into your heart about planting this church in a city like Trichy. So I just want to uh, know a little bit from your perspective on how the Lord inspired you to plant this church and and to partner with Pastor Sam to do this. So uh, to break things out, I wasn't a person who was so interested in doing church. Uh, But even before we got married, um, King City Church was our conversation on our phone calls even before we got married. And I was always like, okay, God, this is not something that I would do. And uh, I I don't know, but I I don't want to say no. I don't want to say no, but I just want to surrender. And then when we went to Trichy, we did not have a plan to start in Trichy. Um, and if you know that, uh, Pastor Sam did share about that. But when when Pastor Sam was praying about which should be the place, and when we both were praying about that, in one of my personal prayer, I was just saying, God, you have called me and you have called us for this ministry. If you see the need here, then we will start here. And from nowhere, this strong sense of, you know, God's voice came in my heart saying, there is a need here and mm. this is where you will start. Mm. So for me, uh, when before I leaving Bangalore, I, have, I was prophesied saying, you're not going to be here for too long. You're going to go. And I was like, okay, that's great. Maybe America, you know, in different places was in my mind. But when I went to Trichy, I was like, okay, God, this is, this is something that I did not expect because there was a cultural shock. Uh, you know, there was a lot of tradition going on there. But at the same time, deep within the Holy Spirit made me see what Trichy lacked, the dryness, the spiritual dryness that there were churches trying their best. And then in everything that I wanted to do for God, God was saying, why can't you do it for Trichy? They mm. are my people mm. and there is a need here. Mm. So I don't want you to go to a place where you want to do ministry. There is a need here. I have my people here. Right. Are you guys ready to serve them? Right. 
and that really hit me hard and in my whole mindset changed and i went to pastor sam and i told him you know there is a need here and if god wants us to fulfill the need here then we will stay here and do that and we've been obedient to that voice and uh looking back from 3 years from now i can really see the people that god has brought to us how the city has been impacted through the king city church mm. now i'm very happy that we were obedient to that voice to mm. see the need and and stay amen amen and and uh, i'm sure the church can thank you for the same uh, the the results the testimonies the changed lives and everything that has happened uh, over this last 3 years is definitely a testimony of what god is doing through you guys uh, i just want to know about this when you did plan the church pastor sam mentioned how um initially it was just the four of you guys mm-hmm. and then slowly the lord started bringing different people in now how did it go with the worship team and uh, different teams but the worship team usually is the first team that we need in a church planting and how did it go with the worship team in the beginning days uh, did you have enough people and when you did not have enough people how did you manage to still run a service on a weekly basis so when we started the church uh, to be honest we were ready for anything we were ready for anything we we only uh, structured things we wanted to set our standards on our discipline and on our doctrines we were more focused on that and uh, to be honest i was never worried about who was going to come because i have led worship on my life like since the age of 19 i've been leading worship and uh, when i thought about worship team i never thought about having a team on the first service itself i was like i'm ready i can lead worship you can preach what else do we need let's just do it but surprisingly to say that uh, kcc is so lucky to have a full fledged worship team right from the first service Amazing. and we did not look for that it just happened so mm. our inauguration service we invited a team from karunia and they did come help us with the worship and through uh, after that inauguration the the next sunday we were wondering okay now who's going to lead worship i was like i'm ready let's do it and then i was like even if there's not going to be anyone to play it i'm going to just be ready we're just going to sing you're going to preach let's see who's going to turn up so we were completely blank but in that week it so happened that there was one young man he went and spoke to his friend friends and uh, they were like okay i can play drums i can play guitar and 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 then on friday we have a bunch of young men walking into our church and they were like we would like to be part of the worship team mm. and i was like shocked i've never seen any of them in my life mm. i've not spoken to them and they are from different cities mm. none of them are from trichy and we were like brilliant let's all jam mm. so we got them on stage we were all amateurs none of them were great musicians and i was also not into big singing but we started jamming and then we started practicing and on sunday we are there as a worship team so it was like a surprise so what i learned in that thing is that you just got to be ready mm. you don't have to plan the whole thing mm. If God is going to do it he's going to do it if not mm. you'll just be ready to do it right, you know right. so from for worship team from uh from nowhere we had a bunch of young people ready and they just came and since then we had different people come and go mm. and uh, some people have stayed and they're still committed to be part of the worship team and mm. it's going great amazing. praise God for that amazing amazing so uh so you know in most cases most people when they are planting a church 
it may not have be the same exact same way where they ha- they mm-hmm. have to go through mm-hmm. a process of training people um and you know raising up uh, the resources required for these people to play instruments like you know if you want to have a, a musical instrument you want to buy something uh it sometimes the process is not very easy mm-hmm. so uh, what are the different things that you did with your worship team to build them up to develop them or to mentor them to uh you know to get their commitments their character their uh passion vision all of them aligned mm-hmm. with the vision of the church because sometimes you know worship can be just about worship teams can be just about okay i did my part yeah. i did my part of singing i did my part of playing rest of it is someone else's but how do you uh, get them to be part of the vision and not just one particular function of the church so um the first thing that pastor sam and i decided is that anyone who's going to walk into this church especially be part of the ministry team we want them to see the big picture mm. and we want them to walk in the vision with us mm. so the first team that did come in and some of them have left but some people who've stayed are the ones who are still seeing the big picture mm. i did say we did start full fledged with the worship team but there are times that we only had one guitar mm. and uh, we don't have uh, you know and then it was just me singing with one of our guitarists and sometimes there is no one to play mm-hmm. we have been in that scenarios as well mm. uh, but throughout those ones who we have uh, you know empowered and and h- enable them to see the big picture have traveled thus far with us mm. so anyone who walks into this church we try to disciple them first mm. we don't uh give them uh you know um uh, sorry i'm missing it up um we don't actually pump them up with promises mm. saying if you play here you'll get opportunities this and that but first we saw our vision in their heart mm. and not everyone is going to walk in it mm. to put that out there not mm. everyone's going to walk in it right. but those who understand the heartbeat of the church and mm. also see the big picture in king yeah. city church we have this welcome lunch mm. where we give opportunity for people to join the teams ministry teams not just worship team but different teams in that we always give them the big picture mm. and the vision mm. and we tell them you have a talent mm. but we want you to be you know a servant leader here mm. you are here to serve mm. and whatever that you're doing it's god's work and mm. god's name is going to be glorified mm. so you might be on stage sometimes mm. and sometimes you're going to be off stage mm. sometimes you're going to get the spotlight sometimes you won't mm. but we want you to see the big picture right. and i believe everyone who's here with us till now mm. they only see the big picture of seeing god being glorified and how mm. the church and how the worship is going to transform their life and things like that right. but people only who saw opportunities they could not travel with us yeah. they had to leave because they could not keep up because mm. we wanted kingdom minded people mm. no matter yeah. what you are here just to serve so i think that's one thing that we did with everyone who walked into the church saying we want to disciple you mm-hmm. we want to sow our vision in you mm-hmm. and we want you to see the big picture with us mm-hmm. and we always tell our team you got to be fat mm-hmm. you have to be faithful mm-hmm. you have to be available mm-hmm. and you have to be teachable right so right. first we disciple them and then we give them the opportunity to serve god with us amen and uh, i like what you mentioned not everybody is going to make it true not everybody is going to catch that mm-hmm. Uh, understanding that as leaders as pastors is very key to not being disappointed eventually and not being hurt in the process that sometimes not 
everybody will understand your vision or right. uh, sometimes not everybody will be able to walk in that vision even if they do understand it uh, so let me ask you this now as a worship team when you did start forming up the worship team and and, and started discipling them and in growing in um, excellence especially when you talk about excellence mm-hmm. and when you want the best quality or in your team uh the resources that is required to develop a great team mm-hmm. sometimes may not be always available mm-hmm. for example if you need uh, instruments you you need to buy or if you need uh to uh, spend money on getting them something uh for a meal or whatever you know mm-hmm. uh, going forward um and then you'll see that there are other teams in the church yeah. that need similar resources mm-hmm. and and then sometimes it can become a question of prioritizing and saying what is priority here how important is worship team to us compared to a media team compared to a a kids ministry team compared to uh, a social uh, aspect of the church mm-hmm. uh, so how did you learn to prioritize the spending of resources in the church this is a brilliant question and i'm i'm also like laughing inside before i answer it because uh when it comes to priority pastor sam and i we always sit and we put a list when we are budgeting our um, annual uh, budgets we always put a priority list on saying this is what the need is now let's prioritize it so sometimes worship team will not come up there you know sometimes there are certain things that are very important and certain things that we can live with and we are like okay this can go for a few more months so that doesn't come on the priority list so we stick to our priority list no matter what mm-hmm. and also when it comes to uh, you know uh, investing in our teams um, pastor sam and i we have been careful about that mm-hmm. we have been careful about that to be honest um uh, because we have a bunch of young people in our church they mm. they do come to serve god mm. at the same time it's their time to grow mm. and it's the same time it's it, it's time for them to show their talent out mm. they need a platform for their talent to show up so we would not underestimate that mm. so every time we had a person who was interested in media i have seen pastor sam put in his own finance to send him for media classes mm. and if there's a person who's doing very good in their guitar thing then we will start thinking about buying a new guitar to be honest cases he just got a new guitar after 3 years we mm. were just managing with an old acoustic guitar for 3 years because we didn't want to prioritize that mm. but at the same time even when they are using a guitar which is not so good we still try to invest in them we still try to encourage them mm. and uh, you know it doesn't just depend on the resources mm. it depends on how much you get to give them mm. and how much you get to uh, people see them mm. is a thing so worship team has not had all the best mm. from the beginning mm. but every time even in the worship team every time we sing a song i will let my musicians play a solo Mm. and i tell them this is him he look at uh, let him do the guitaring thing so these small joy these small things i think it has kept the team happy mm. irrespective of having the best of instruments or no uh, but we also you know as pastors we have been very frank and open about talking to our team about the need mm. we have been vulnerable to our team. Mm. Uh, I would like to say that out. Passes we try to cover it up, yeah. but it's okay to be vulnerable mm. and to also tell them team we don't have it. Mm. And we want you to understand it. Mm. Can you travel like this with us? Mm. And people who understand that heart mm. will stay mm. and they will do it. Mm. 
Mm. And that's when you also get to filter those people who are kingdom minded, right? right? right. So we have been vulnerable. We have mm. said that when people say, "Hey, this is not working and this is not good. We can't handle it." We tell them, "Sorry, mm. we don't have it now. We have a different priority." And we try to help them understand mm. why we prioritize. Mm. So we have always been open in sharing our heart to our team. Mm. It's very hard when a pastor is trying to hide it mm. and then expect the team to understand and travel. True, true. That is very hard mm. and it's not fair on us to do that. Mm. So we always try to communicate our heart towards mm. it saying we're trying to prioritize this mm. because we can do this and That's the team true. try to understand that and and I think uh, because of that, you know, being open and being vulnerable also, you know, has has made our team understand us. and to sometimes people just pitch in mm. our worship team has invested in other teams and other teams have invested into worship teams mm. we don't just stick to you know mm. one when they understand the heart mm. and when we have shared it with them people get it people wow. get the rhythm of it so yeah that's 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 truly amazing i i like the fact that uh, you know you mentioned how important it is for us to be vulnerable with our teams yeah. and to let them know okay this is this is where we stand it's not that we don't want the best equipments for you and the best mm-hmm. uh, resources for you it's that sometimes we may not have you up there on the priority list uh, every team in the church is essential and uh, and there may be different things that may be on the top of our list and but i would also like to say um, you know as pastors when you're prioritizing things i think it's really important to stick to that mm. in churches it can be a distraction where some people can talk to you a lot and say we really want it but the need is something else but yeah. so it's very very important to sit and discern and to keep up with your priority list mm-hmm. at the same time when you're not providing for the other team it is important to invest in them anyhow mm-hmm. anyhow mm-hmm. until you get there mm-hmm. use this mm-hmm. you know it's not completely ignore them and say we will only focus on this for now no mm-hmm. we always try to give something to them to keep that going on so somehow in any way try to invest in them yeah yeah that's that's so important because that will help them to bring out the best with the limited resources yeah and you're constantly helping them in other ways rather than just giving yes. i th- i think this is also the way that god functions with us where mm-hmm. he doesn't immediately give us everything that we want uh, but just what we need so that we can learn to even you know work with what we right. have and learn to steward the little resources that we have mm-hmm. and when god sees that we've been faithful with the little things he gives us more and he adds more to it right and uh, and so often we have this sense of entitlement in the church mm-hmm. where we just compare ourselves with somebody else and yes. say these guys have more they have more resources or they have more people or they have more influence that's why they are able to do that mm-hmm. uh, rather the opposite is true where they are probably more faithful with what they are right uh, and trusted with which because of which they are being blessed more mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and uh, that's that's very important and and so uh, so tell me about this passage Jamie how did you uh, go about like once you had your worship team in place and mm-hmm. and uh, uh, how did you go about giving up uh you know as i'm sure that you have more responsibilities than mm-hmm. just being in the worship team or mm-hmm. leading the worship team so how did you begin to trust your next level leadership to plan the worship and to plan the details of how you want to run the team and 
and how did you begin to trust them to take up things on their own because sometimes in the initial days yes. i've had issues where i'd want things in a particular way and and it wouldn't happen that they are doing things in the exact same way and then i i would want to uh, come and take up control again mm-hmm. and want to just you know yeah. assume a leadership over the worship team or whichever team you know i'm not seeing the results in so how how easy was it or how hard was it for you to just uh, learn to trust them and let them handle it their way make mistakes and uh, come up with all the problems and issues and then we you know get to sort it out later on I'm very happy you asked this question because it's something that many young pastors deal with you know to just completely trust someone and also especially in leadership. So when it comes to uh you know our church you know Pastor Sam and I we are always keeping our eyes out for fresh talent, for potential and for callings. Mm-hmm. And uh, so how we try to do that is in the beginning I was only worship leader and sometimes it will be Pastor Sam he will lead it but I was only worship leader. there sometimes it is exhausting but i was always looking out keeping my eyes open for that talent and for that gifting mm. uh, of anyone out there who 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 can lead people and not just in worship team we keep our eyes out for other teams as well and um, the best thing that i learned from uh, pastor sam is uh, he would trust people and he will let them do it if they fail they mm. he will make them do it again mm. so that they can do it better next time mm. and what i learned in this uh, you know in this journey of uh, making leaders is the only way you know you can trust a person is by trusting them mm. only right. then you will know yeah. so trust them hmm. and do let them do it and also how i got to train my people is we were we are not pastors who just show up on a sunday morning and say hey let's let's do a ministry together no anyone that i saw a talent anyone that i saw or no we saw a, a anointing of leading worship or anything we traveled with them hmm. not like the physical thing but in the life of journey wherever we go we take them with us mm. and uh, we just catch up for coffee you know we started getting personal with them mm. so that they get to know the heartbeat of the church so that they will know as what vision we are leading this so the first thing is we started you know um Uh, you know feeding the vision into their hearts as soon as we see the potential and then we just encourage them to do that and mm. sometimes on the other side you will not see it mm. for so, for example there are people who are in different teams who who thought they never had that talent to do mm. who never thought they had the talent to do but we just trusted mm. but we just trusted them and when we saw a little potential in them we just tell them go ahead do mm. it mm. and see how far you can do it yeah. and see how well you can do it yeah. and and as time went by we were surprised to see how great they did mm. and it also goes with the discernment mm. as pastors we really have to be very careful mm. and uh, who comes in Mm. and who gets to serve God with yeah, you because yeah. you know there can be parasites mm. if you're not being careful. Right. We have to be very careful with that. As mm. a overall church, mm. it's fine. Mm. But the ministry team, we filter them big time. Mm. So we also have this one thing in uh you know in any team that you follow, especially in worship team, uh if you're new to church, keep coming. Mm. Keep coming. and and then we give them a call saying if you have the talent or interest you can join in and for 
two weeks to three weeks that person will only come for the practice session mm. no matter how talented you are no matter how much i know you you would only come for the practice session and mm. make sure you are part of the church ministry like church events mm. and we want to see how disciplined they are in coming and seeking god mm. we are not so fascinated about their talent mm. but about their commitment and mm. their thirst for god mm. so we see that mm. and then as they keep committing if they come to church seeking god mm. and then we say maybe now we're ready for some mm. ministry mm. and then after two weeks of them coming to their practice mm. then we put them in the worship team then we put them in the rota we mm. give them different you know works to do it can be just putting lyrics or just uh, setting up the stage we just see how much you can do and you know how faithful you can do in a little mm. and then that will definitely grow you in. for example we have called people in to do small jobs mm. And now they are doing amazing things for God. Hmm. And we are surprised by that. Wow. That's what it is. As pastors, you're only here to bring the true talents out. Hmm. You're here to empower people. Hmm. You're here to inspire people. Hmm. But after that, God deals with them. Yeah. Their life with God has to go on. Hmm. We don't expect our people to depend on us. Hmm. Don't come to me if you have any doubts about it. You grow in it. Right. I figured right. it out. You have this talent. Come do it. But later on you and god you grow in it Amen. so i think that's how we have been doing it and that's how we will continue doing as well on on that note let me ask you this million dollar question which okay. is uh, something that i get asked every time mm -hmm. i go someplace to what do you prefer more skills or heart anointing or abilities you know because uh, when we are pursuing excellence mm -hmm. sometimes we tend to overlook the heart and sometimes when we are focusing on the heart we tend to overlook the abilities or the skill sets that are required to be on stage and and minister from worship or whatever and uh, sometimes it's it's such a hard thing to keep a balance between okay i see the right heart and i see a spirit of uh, worship and i see the anointing but i don't see the skills you know i don't see the same talents it's easy to promote somebody who has the talents and is willing to develop the heart or sometimes it's easy to you know ask somebody who has the heart to go and pick up uh, an instrument or learn vocals right. better or do something but uh, it, sometimes to get the perfect match is very right. hard so how do you uh, prefer having what do you prefer more do you prefer the heart or do you prefer the skills more this is definitely one of the tricky and tough question to answer uh, but to say is like i've been mentioning right from the beginning there's a beat there's a heartbeat mm. of the church for mm. the worship team for the kids team and for different teams there's one heartbeat so every time we ask people to join in we first see the heart mm. actually uh, to be honest the talent does show first mm, we don't mm. really get to know the people straight away mm. they do show up their talent and then we we give them the opportunity but the first thing is for us to a heart to serve god mm. a heart to serve god to be honest we've had people in our worship team who came in with a wonderful talent but their heartbeat was different and their and the church heartbeat was different and slowly that started affecting the other members in the worship yeah, team yeah yeah so we were very careful 
to remove that mm. for example we can say this person will learn okay yes he's got an amazing talent she's got an amazing talent let's see how they do and as they keep performing and as they keep doing the people around them and people who are there who are inclined with the heartbeat of church they get disturbed yeah and one point i saw the worship team falling apart mm. i saw there was others who are here to serve out of service or serve, uh, servant heart they were a bit disturbed mm. and then we, we thought okay there's a matter to you know sort out and then we had to talk to that person and then we understood that his heartbeat or I mean the spiritual heartbeat or his uh, you know idea of being in a worship team was totally different right. but he was an extremely talented person mm. but we have to prioritize on saying why we are here mm. and we are here to serve God yeah. and this this is what we do mm. and in, in in then we had to ask him to walk out mm. and he had to walk out mm. so when it comes to talent or skills mm. i mean sk- i mean uh, serve service heart i would i would go with saying people who have the heart to serve god that matters more that matters the most but at the same time we want to give god the best mm. bible says david picked the best musicians best people to do yeah. god's work and we want to do that mm. so when people have a heart to do and when i see don't they don't have the skill to do it i am quite open to them about it i am more like the strict cop in our church <laughs> where i am very open to say well, you can do this better. Yeah. Pastor Sam, he does it in a very nice way. I really commend him for that talent. But for me, I would ask them, you have to learn. You have to train yourself in this and do it. Because right. to be honest, Christian churches have been taking it so granted, saying, if you have a heart, just do it. Yeah. And then people, newcomers, they come and they're like, what are they singing? What are mm. they doing? You know? churches can be best mm. if they would put more interest in it so mm. we i really tell them you have to improve in this so you're mm. going to train for next two weeks mm. so you have a heart to do it you come full of the training mm. you you have a heart to learn instrument we have people who can teach you to play that so yeah. we're not just putting anyone who has a heart to do it we have to be careful to make sure we they are they, they do it out of their best of their mm. ability so we train them yeah we train them we tell them you're not ready yet mm. so there have been people in our worship team for three years mm. but they only started leading worship for past two weeks mm-hmm. they did have the talent but we wait mm. we wait until they are ready to go mm. until they can give the best and right. then we release them to do that that's amazing that's very very necessary in a right. church and especially when you're trusting these people to carry the heart of god and and the heart of the leadership when mm-hmm. they are ministering to others and uh, pastor jamie we are really really blessed with this conversation would you just uh, give any other word of encouragement for worship leaders worship pastors or new church planters uh, anything from your personal experience anything else other than what we have discussed before we wind up well my advice from my experience to new church planters will be sometimes you got to walk like you don't understand the facts for example when you know personally when i was called into this ministry i was way too young you know and everything that around me i felt like 
I wasn't worthy for it at all. But I had to deny all those facts and say, God has chosen me. Mm. God has anointed me for this and I'm just going to do it. Mm. So as pastors, sometimes we just have to deny those thoughts and just completely go with that one voice that says mm. that you are called to do yeah. this. Yeah. Sometimes reality can hit you and say, hey, you are not worthy for it or you're not fit for this. You can do better. A lot of thoughts can come in your head. But I would really encourage you to believe in that one voice, the voice of God that says, I have called you and I have mm. anointed you. Mm. So anointing will take you far, not mm. our skills, mm. not our knowledge, not our talent. If I would have relied on my confidence, I wouldn't have made it so far. I would have made it so complicated to pass the Sam. But I completely depend on the anointing mm. that God has put over our lives. So each one of you, who are doing God's ministry, believe that you are anointed to do what you are doing yeah. and completely go with that. And that'll be just be my simple advice. Amen. Amen. Would you just take a moment to just pray and bless us? Sure. Father, we come before you right now and we thank you for making this happen, the opportunity, this moment to happen where our voices are bringing thoughts, our voices are bringing healing, our voices are bringing clarity, O oh God. And to everyone who's watching this podcast, I pray, O oh Lord, every doubts and every thoughts that's in their head, O oh God, I pray it'll be overruled by your thoughts. If any of them are doubting their calling, I pray, Holy Spirit, that you will make them understand that you are the one who's called them and you will lead them. And I pray for every new uh, church plant out there I pray that you will provide for them not just the resources but the wisdom that comes from heaven that they will be able to grow in that and I pray that will enable them to take their ministries to different heights oh God we give them everything everyone into your hands and I thank you and I thank you for this podcast and Pastor Pritchie I pray that this podcast will go to a level where every day people will get to hear God's voice and not our voice oh God and I pray that you will take complete control and enable them to do their best. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Thank you so much, Pastor Jeremy. What is the best way for people to get in touch with you? I know that you have a YouTube channel where you do talks yourself as well. And if you could just give us details on how people can reach out and receive from you and get to know you more personally. Well, I run a small YouTube channel called JC Talks where I just share my heart out. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I just love pouring out my thoughts, even if it's like a small one. I would love sharing my thoughts out. So you can follow me on my YouTube, JC Talks. And I also do some uh, interviews with different people. It's quite interesting. And also on Instagram, I'm quite active on Instagram. Uh, you can follow me at Jemmy Clarinda and King City Church. Uh, we are quite active on our social media. And I really believe that uh, you know anything that we do out there will be a blessing so you can catch me there and stay in touch with us thank you so much pastor jemmy we are really blessed to have you on this conversation and we hope to have you again next time thank you so much pastor Priji. it's a big honor for me and a big opportunity to share my thoughts out and i really believe that this podcast will be a big blessing to many and i really commend you uh, for doing this it's a brilliant job on how you do it and i really admire you for that thank you and uh, friends, if you're blessed this morning, make sure to take a moment to share this with your friends and uh, go on the podcast page on your iTunes or Spotify, leave a comment, leave a review and let us know how it blessed you. 
Have a blessed and a beautiful weekend ahead. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. Hope you were blessed. Do visit pastorpreji.com slash podcast to subscribe for more resources related to church and various topics.